Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. On this week's episode, we have been to see the new movie Child's Play. Our something to scream about is toys in horror movies. And our movie from the vault is Sleepaway Camp. Or Nightmare Vacation, depending mm. if you're from USA or the UK. Just give them both titles. Why not, eh? Whatever. Yeah. In it. How you been? Fucking brilliant. Good, oh, good. There's the F-bomb already. Yeah, already. <laughs> no, it's been a good couple of weeks, man. There's so much going on. I mean, we it's are... <laughs> we have got a lot to get through today. Yeah. We've got to talk about the lineup of Fright Fest, which was announced literally yesterday. Yeah. We've got the potential for that when this is out, we've either got tickets or not got tickets. Well, we shall see. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah, as I saw the lineup come up, my balls went up inside me. <laughs> I was like, "Oh god!" You know when your balls just shrink a little, you're like, "Oh god, I don't buy tickets." So is that? Should we start with that? Should we start talking? Do you want to run through a couple of what the treats that are actually going to be there? Yeah, we can do that and then do some news after. We'll do some news let's, afterwards. Let's go for it. All right, mate. Well, obviously, the fright fest is celebrating its twentieth year. Twenty year. years of fright frighting fest. Oh my god! I mean, it looks immense. They looks like they pulled out all the stops from yeah. like the Darius Gentu signing. Mm. Um, that's going to be immense. Thursday, there's like some, like we're starting up, kicking off with like a movie from Elijah Elijah Wood. Yeah, there's a film called Cruel, which we talked about, which is yeah, the alligators. The trailer's been out, hasn't it, for a yeah. while? So they're pushing that big. That looks pretty. We're, we're probably not going Thursday. So we're Maybe not going not. Thursday. Yeah, we're not. We scary, can't. scary stories to tell in the dark is there as well. So there's some good treat. This Thursday looks like it's like shaping up well. A strong opener, strong opener. It is a strong opener, but like so before we go on, I must say I'm very, I, you know, props to them for doing this, but I am really upset that Free from Hell isn't on there, unless they just surprise us while we're all there. Please God. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's too. I think it's a, it's a massive movie. It's a shame. So, it is a shame. It it's a shame. Be, it should be showcased. It should there. be. Fright Fest is, is like the, the pinnacle of yeah. like horror. Like I'm still, I'm still pinning my hopes on a, a surprise a entry. Surprise, you never know. We've got some other treats. Like Daddy Trail is literally dominating it. He's got two movies this year. <laughs> you know, he loves smashing them out. So possibly go see a film called Bullets of Justice, which looks like a bit grindhousey. Right up your street. Yeah, um, and he's also in um, Jason Muse. Mm-hmm. His first effort for. Um, directorial debut which is called madness in the method mm. so that looks quite exciting yeah we've talked about it i think in the podcast there's a trailer drop this week anyway for it for ready or not yes oh that's on yeah. the sunday that looks awesome we've got samara weaving in it oh so. she's the woman from babysitter babysitter yeah she's and, incredible in that um the other movie we watched at fright fests with the guy from walking dead in it mayhem Oh, Mayhem. Yeah. Oh, fuck me, man. She's from Mayhem, yeah. Yeah, with um, Glenn from The Walking Dead. That's it. yeah, so yeah. It's, Mayhem, you can go and check now on Shudder. So, yeah, go and check that out. That is incredible. Mm. There's some weird-ass films. One called The Drone, which is interesting. Um, we're looking forward to seeing maybe the the Banana Splits, which we talked about last week. Yeah. That's there. Here is my literally pick of the crop. Mm. Critters Attack. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Is there? I'm not going to lie. No, that's, that I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting tickets for that. Yeah, yeah, that's on the discovery t- discovery stage. Um, they've got the new film from what's it from uh, called Rapid, 
which is a uh, rabid, yeah, which is rabid. Sorry, sorry, sorry. rabid, rabid. rabid. Oh, I don't know, really. So, um, a remake of the nineteen seventy seven David Cronenberg movie, mm. which is also being shown there as well. Soskia sisters, we, and I think this is just going to like absolutely smash it. I think this is their time. Their their time to make it big. Well, they they did um, American Mary, mm. and American Mary I've, I've got on I've got on DVD. Yeah, and I absolutely love that. That's with the I can't remember her name now, but it's the girl from Ginger Snaps. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really cool. So cool. I don't know, man. There's just like some. There's so much. There's it's like we stuff. basically we have got to sit down, obviously, and we've got to basically digest all of this because it's only a day, been a day, and we haven't really met up properly yet. We to decide what we're gonna what we're going to pick and what we're going to choose but if anybody out there's got some recommendations they think that we should watch then pipe up and tell us because you know we're, we're delving through everything we're looking at the you know directors and what other films they're kind of like related to and stuff that we can only go on that but hopefully we'll pick some really good ones Last year's like our our like fright fest special was one of our most popular sort of pop, like podcasts and mm. stuff like that. So we want to give yeah. everyone like a proper like special this year. Yeah, we're going to yeah. be doing loads there. We're going to do some live stuff while we're there. We're going to do some. We're going to stream some some live Instagram stuff while we're there. We're going to be chatting. We're going to be doing all this sort of stuff. So if you want to follow us along the the whole jaunt, if you can't get there then it might be a good time to just like, we're not going to spoil things, but we're going to just kind of do little videos throughout the time we're there. Yeah. You'll just, just see my, you just see my little bald head, like just come out of the movie. <laughs> the like, what the fuck was this? Like, look at this bullshit. Yeah. Or, um, Oh my God. Like literally just weeping. I mean, <laughs> some of the movies that looks like, I mean, there's one called I trap the devil. Oh, which I'm probably going to like literally poo myself in yeah. the cinema. So look forward to that look forward to seeing yeah, it it's like a lot a lot of good splat fest kind of gore yeah. fest like proper kind of special effects kind of uh films with lots of uh practical effects and stuff so hopefully fingers crossed we'll see some really good ones yeah man so i'm buzzing for it and mm. i think we're like over the next obviously couple of months we'll be talking to this to hell as we start of unearthing all these absolute gems yeah. that, are, that are there I cannot bloody wait. It's going to be a, a, it's it's going to be awesome because twenty years, and you know we obviously went last year, but but now we're in full swing. Um, I think this year is going to be a great year for us. This is our fifth year, fifth year in a row, isn't it? Yeah, fifth year. Yeah. So we've got our own anniversary. Mm-hmm. Celebrating five years of fright fest. What's five five years in an anniversary? Well, I'm not buying you a present. Might do. Oh, okay. I guess a little like bit of Lego. Is it spooning in there. Mm. hotel room maybe no okay no <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so yeah we're obviously buzzing excited now we need to talk about some other exciting news yeah let's get on some news what you got okay i'm gonna start off small <laughs> so there's this absolutely gorgeous pennywise umbrella um which they've um, released which i saw on there which is basically when you tip when the rain falls on it drips blood do you know what you're going to love this even better. Okay. We're getting them at work. No fucking way. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Definitely. Available from all good high street brands. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I need an umbrella. I'll get you one, mate. Mate. That's your birthday. I don't mind being Christmas. an absolute nerd with a, with one, this umbrella. It looks immense. I've seen that, yeah. It's good. This is huge news. Okay. Okay, they've just done... Um, they we, we know they announced Terrifier 2. Yes. Okay. 
I've seen they... the first one still. Okay. Well, what they do... do you know what? Tomorrow, I'm just going to buy it on DVD. Okay. Because I I need to watch this movie, so if I'll you, buy it tomorrow. If you have spare time, me and you will sit down and watch this Mate, bad boy. I'm, I'm up for that. Because it's ridiculously good. Good, good. Now, the excitement around Terrify 2 is they've done a Kickstarter. You're kidding. For this. Really? Um, I was so tempted to stick a tenner in, but I didn't in the end, because by no. the time I found it, it surpassed it. It surpassed it anyway. I heard that it didn't it get, like, fulfilled, like, D- seconds. D- doubles. Like, uh... It's... They've basically got no limit now on the amount of gore that they can actually produce in this movie. But you never know, they might reopen it because they have stretch goals, don't they? So sometimes yeah. it, it reappears and then you can... They fancy, right, it's done so well, we'll add some more kind of stuff to it. The fundraising has been so successful, basically, that they've got no gore restrictions. Really? That's how cool it goes. And they, there was something I little read, little little sneaky said there's something that they're going to do mm. with the, with art the clown like a mass like death scene oh really like masses of people i don't even know what that means because okay. the only well oh. they've got to go they've got to go bigger and bad that's the plan yeah. obviously oh this it's going to be immense i can't wait to see art the clown in action again okay this that's a good you know that feels like a good bit of news so far yeah. i'm just warming you up at the moment oh, okay okay so I don't know if you heard about this. There's a little bit of um, Mike Flanagan is reteaming with Netflix for the um, brand new horror series Midnight Mass. I cannot wait for this. So Mike Flanagan was the guy who did House on Haunted Hill. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And we know uh, they're getting a second season Hush. of that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Hush was brilliant. Yeah, I love it. Love it. So, so far, he's two for two. So okay, let's see what happens when that comes out. Oh, there's a cheeky little free from hell poster. Amazing. This out looks really cool. Shame it's not a breakfast. Oh, still crying inside. <laughs> there is some interesting news from all the way from Korea. Filming for train the Train to Busan sequel is underway. Oh no way! Really? So I didn't know that. I, I don't know if it's a prequel. I'm not reading anything into this yet. Hmm. But just the fact that they are actually doing a sequel, yeah. I am so chuffed to that. To do bring you know, that do satire you know back. The same people or not? What the same directors? Yeah. Um, duh, 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 duh. no, I didn't, mate. I didn't read anything. I just just saw the headline. Yeah, that's cool. So you got you have I to. I hope so. I just hope somebody's not like bought it up and gonna like, you know, spout some really random film. I think yeah. I got a title. Mm. It's called. It said filming for Train to Busan sequels. Bando is underway. Mm. So I don't know. We shall see. It's got other same people. Isn't Fingers it? crossed. I really should like you know give you more, but I just like give you headlines. No, that's fine. Go and, go and look yourself on social media, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is what I've been waiting for to tell you. Because apparently you don't know. I think S- I've, I've, I've think tweaked. You know? Yeah, I've, I've then remembered because you were telling me about Walking Dead, right? Yeah. And I was thinking TV show. Yeah. Maybe movies. But then I realised that Twitter is about the comic. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's coming to an end. I know. With issue 193. I know, what weird, wouldn't you just go to 200? Do the maths. Right. So, if you divide 192 mm. by 6, which is like graphic novels, oh, you get 32 right. graphic oh, novels. So they've, okay. done, they've done 32 graphic novels Okay. up to this point. I get it. All right. I only own 31. Mm. However, I've ordered 32. issue 193 Okay. on its own. It cost me, you know, it's going. It's, a, it's an extended comic, so it's not quite a graphic novel, so it's not but just a single issue. It's out. 
Oh, I didn't know it's out. It's being delivered on Monday. How much did you have to pay for that? I'm not even going to let you tell you. Oh, really? Worry for it, but it's like it's okay. it's not cheap. It's worth it though. I think it's going to go for a lot. I don't think, I don't even know if I got a first print or anything like that. I only mm. bought one. You probably will. They're that. already going for loads yeah. on eBay. I got to avoid spoilers because the yeah, issue thirty two the graphic no, no, yeah the graphic novel doesn't come out until August the second. Okay. So I've got to keep off Walking Dead spoilers for the next month mm-hmm. and and then or I could, there's one or two things I could I could go on YouTube because a lot of people would put the comics on YouTube oh okay so I could get the story read that's, it on YouTube that's not really good though is it I don't know I mean I'm going to buy I'm going to buy it anyway <laughs> alright fair so enough. I'm not yeah, like taking still it, funding those people aren't I'm you? not taking anything away from uh, Robert Kirkman I think he's got enough money <laughs> so let's <laughs> So that's 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 interesting. So who's cool, going to yeah. be left? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to get killed by aliens. Do I scrub my Walking Dead title off my arm now? Yeah. I yeah. Think you need to get over like <laughs> um, getting over ink done. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe get a horror. Maybe thing. I'll add to it. Maybe underneath I'll put, I'll get a hashtag one nine three if it is officially oh, the last. Walking Dead is gone. <laughs> Then put a date the or something. Hashtag one nine three. Maybe I have to think about that. But yeah, that is. Um, I've ploughed through that. Mm. There's a lot there to take in. The umbrella, you know, train to Pasan sequel. Pff, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up. There is, there and is we've still got more. I know there's more out there. There's so what have you got? Like, not much. No. I've been a little bit busy this week, but I have. I've got one thing really that I want to talk about, and you are gonna hate this. There's a new movie out, and it's coming out, and I saw the trailer online the other day, and it's called Itsy Bitsy. What the fuck? Right? Hold, 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 hold your thoughts. Okay. So, what do you think it's a film about? Spider? It's called Itsy Bitsy. It's about a spider. It's about a massive fucking spider. <laughs> Bigger than big ass spider? No, they're not. it's not. It's like, an, it's actually not. Like, it's not one of these monster movies where it's huge. Okay. It's what a spider that's probably about half a metre big. Like a big Goliath sort of thing. Like, it looks, mate, the trailer is gross, mate. It will, you will freak out. Because I know you've got a problem with spiders. Yeah. Are we going, is it going down the route of giant, it's giant killer ants? It's, it's not, not silly. It's not silly. It's proper serious. I don't want to watch that. It's like some kind of, by the gist of the trailer, it's like some kind of, demon spider but it's not it doesn't it looks like a normal big spider but it's obviously like hunting people down in this house and stuff but you've got to watch the trailer to basically the jaws of spider movies it looks horrific even i got a little bit of a shiver when i watched it i'm gonna go when i finish we finish this podcast Mm. this evening i will go home and i will watch the trailer it's just this bit (laughs) where you see it like i don't know if it's under a bed or something like that but this it it's like spindly legs just come over the side and it's just like you're like I was like that looks fucking weird it looks freaky as fuck mate okay you're gonna freak me yeah mate. I'm gonna die tonight it's so. like arachnophobia on steroids man I'm gonna have some good. freaky ass dreams yeah. so the next I'm not sure when days. it comes out but it's called Itsy Bitsy okay weird sounds, it sounds, it sounds silly doesn't it yeah but it's not it's, it's not. deadly serious <laughs> but that that's really all I've got for this week really. alright dude that's but, cool yeah. well we've got we have had there's just been loads 
there's a, there's been a lot to digest, especially with the Fright Fest coming out so near to us recording. We like it's been hard, isn't it, to try and I like, just see everything and go, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um, but I can't wait to just sit down and properly plan it out, and so we know what we're doing. Yeah, me too, bud. Good fun. Right then, let's move on to our main review. Review is the new rebooted Child's Play. Okay, um, we've got a mother gives a 13 year old son for his birthday a buddy doll that she gets out of the garbage basically. I mean, this is basically a reboot of the you know 1980s Child's Play. It's not a good time doll, it's a buddy, buddy doll. We're gonna talk absolute spoilers throughout this and we're going to give our opinions on how we think that I think this compares and stands up or maybe we'll just talk about it as a standalone movie but th- I think it's just important to note that this is just like there's no follow on from the original from the the movies they've done a separate job for that haven't they mm. for the Child's Play series mm. so I think my first question to you about this is why is it called Child's Play do you think um for the fact of the marketing campaign of it and stuff like that, and obviously the, they've got the rights to do it, I think that they they couldn't have called it something different because it would have been just too exactly the same, really. I mean, I mean the premise of the story is obviously different, but they, you know, the, it, you know, it's it's a Chucky movie. Yeah, it, it is a Chucky movie. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's um, I mean, you know, he's a buddy doll. Hmm. But he's a, his name. His name's Chucky. Still Chucky, yeah. And it's and it's Andy in there again. And all although, the characters, yeah. All although the characters Andy's, in place. Andy's a little bit older hmm. in this, and he's not, and so he's not as manipulative, manipulative, you know, pliable, I suppose, hmm. as the uh, as the original. I don't want to compare. I suppose I don't want to compare it too much because it is just so different. I mean, it's a different origin story in this one. You know, the doll is sort of like corrupt from hmm. his chip, I suppose. It's like almost like a Black Mirror AI learning sort of scenario. Yeah, is 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 I think it's what it is. It's rather than a reboot, I think it's more of an just an updated version to the technology of today or the future, the technology that the future could hold. I mean, when I like, I'll be honest with you. Obviously, we've got to talk first. I think about the the rap that this film has has had the bad rap or the good rap whatever you'd like to see but what i've noticed before it was released was there's so much there was so much hate going around for this film because so many people were like this is you know this this isn't the original people on board this is you know the the people getting on uh, about the look of him and stuff like that and and you know these fans are passionate because you're taking something that's obviously very very near to people's hearts here a character that's you know got so much backstory and so many films out that that people were, were i think people were were annoyed 
and I think a lot of people got on the bandwagon of I'm not going to have anything to do with this because it's not the original people and I'm, I'm, I want it to be the original people so I mean I I don't I make my own opinion up of films regardless I'm not going to lie I was like oh is it going to be another one of these things where it's just another rehash done badly and it's just going to suck but I, I'm going to be honest, I walked into that theatre with low expectations because I was like, mm, you know, is it going to be good? Is it going to have what the previous films had? I was just, I was very dubious of walking in there. How did you feel walking in there? What did you think? I mean, I loved Charles Play. Mm, of course you did. Charles you've, got, you've got the VHSs, yes. you've got, you know, you've, you've been a fan, you absolutely love them, so... I've got a dolls, you know. Yeah. I'm like a big. I love. That's that's the other dolls, not the Chucky dolls. Yeah. yeah I've got the actual. Won't talk about that. I've got the life size. I've got a nice little bobblehead. I've got a you know little pop figure as well. I've got some original little bits. I'm a big child playing there because it was one of the first horror movies that I sort of like. This is why watched. I, 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 you know, how did you feel going in before you saw it? I just decided a couple of months ago after watching Game of Thrones not to be a hater and not to listen to the crowd and not get swept away yeah. with that. I I am one of those people that I just, I love movies. So I wanted to go in there and just try and go, just have an open mind. Open mind, yeah, that's um, what I want it to be as well. Because I was like, I'm, I'll give yeah. it, I'm not going to like, I'm going to give it a try. That's why, I mean, for a second of all as well, we couldn't, we got passes to a well-known cinema brand so I'm not going to give it away. But um, <laughs> we had to go and actually pay for this. And this is the first movie we've paid for years. Yeah. Because we pay an, an annual subscription to see as many movies as we can. And we have two of those here. And neither of them were showing it. So And I tweeted them. Yeah. Angry tweets. But, so we went to another um, cinema and watched it. And we paid. So And it was the last showing in a screen with about two other people. <laughs> The smallest screen in the cinema. Yeah. That has to be known. Intimate. <laughs> it was very intimate. Um, you know, we had a cuddle. It's fine. But yeah, you wouldn't let me do the popcorn trick. <laughs> um, Better popcorn as well. Don't use salt. I was pissed off with the yeah. fact when I watched it and I saw the look of the doll. Hmm. And I was like, oh, this is way different. Hmm. I mean, I've seen posters, I've seen the trailer, but I don't know. It didn't really hit me until watching it on, yeah. on the screen. I was like, I was pissed off that the doll was so different. And then I went, okay, this is called Charles Play. This is I've got to act as if like Charles Play's not existed mm. and this is just called the same the same name. Mm. And it's got the same premise. See, I, but I I just had to kind of go, that is one thing, this yeah. is another. See, I, I thought like that to an extent, but then there was things in the movie that I was like oh, that's cool. And it tugged a bit on the nostalgia um, kind of chords because it was like the apartment block that they stay in is like the classic apartment block in the original. Yeah. And I thought, that's cool. They're in a crap area, again, like the original. And I thought that's good. They stuck to the single mum. Aubrey Plaza. He was yeah. played by Aubrey Plaza. He's fucking brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. And... I like those little bits and it's like the same kind of beats that made you feel a little bit like in comfortable shoes kind of thing. Like, so I thought that, that those bits were clever, but I do like the originals, but I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. Like I was like, I was, was not expecting that at all. No, even though that he was, cause I, I think it was from the moment that he started speaking, mm. Mark, you know, voiced by the great Mark Hamill yeah. for a start, which brought a nice, nice tone, and it just felt, and it just sounded like Mark Hamill, 
and it was and he's creepy. He's got a creepy voice. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. He can be Luke Skywalker all day long. Yeah. He's got a creepy ass voice when he puts it, like when, when he's voiced as something. He, he plus why he plays a Joker in Batman. Yeah, of course. And I don't know when he. It was sort of like the the Chucky doll mm. was a bit special. Mm. Wasn't he? It, it's like it's a. They. I don't know what happened. I'm, it was just eerie. Yeah. It was really eerie. There's something. Because it was, it's got, yeah. it's got applied learning to it. So AI, so it's going to learn things. It's going to be your friend, and it's going to do things the way that you want to do. So if, if you're a douchebag who um, and say the wrong thing to it, and it's got not this, not got this behavior chip on, which is this whole thing, mm. it's going to learn things the wrong way. Yeah, because it's it, got no, it's got no inhibition. Yeah, it's got no inhibition. So yeah. it starts. That's how it starts. Like playing, he's sort of like he hears his mate Andy, like you know, saying these things, and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll please Andy by. You know, being like that, yeah, killing a cat. Because there's, 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 yeah, there's a, there's a cool scene where, which I think this is so clever again, because it's, it's obviously like you say, it, the, the Chucky doll is learning everything it sees, everything it does, everything it, it listens to and takes in, and um, there's a really cool scene where they're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, yeah, and it's just like, oh sweet, that's quality, but then obviously it, it kind of shows it from the doll's point of view. He's watching the kids watch it and seeing them getting joy out of it and thinking and laughing they're not laughing at what's happening they're obviously laughing about the kind of comic value of what's happening and that it's not real and so that's how some people portray horror and it he kind of takes that in as being oh that's good that's funny people like this that sort of stuff which is clever because he's taking in it's a bit weird it, I know it's really weird, but it reminded me a bit of Short Circuit, where he... Yeah, like you know a dark I mean? where, Short Circuit. Yeah, where he learns everything yeah. through TV and books and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Short, you know, he had a dark side. Mm. He did, Johnny Five is alive, and he got red eyes, you know, and that's what Chucky had, he had the red eyes. Yeah, true. Oh, but they nicked it from Short Circuit. Well, he did. Sue them. As soon as anything has a red eye, run. Yeah. That's what you need to know about these dark toys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just clever that like, and then like the cat pisses him off and scratches him at one stage. Mm. You know, it's got some, it's got some good deaths in. There's some like, you know, maybe there's some. It was a fifteen. And maybe it's nothing. When, yeah. When it came up as a fifteen, you you went on oh, side. I I kind of looked. No, I looked and you went really fifteen. I was like, there's like. This is going to be pretty, probably pretty tame, but how it wasn't. I was like, how, how did they get away with some of this stuff in this movie? Being a fifteen, yeah, there's the, there's a a big amount of gore in this movie. A nice level of gore. There's yeah. some deaths which maybe they could have, which are like definitely like twelve rated deaths. I think the you know one in the car and stuff like that could have mm. been a bit gory, but that's just me. But like the lawnmower thing or whatever that was mm. you know I'm not going to spoil it too much but like that was some proper good gore and, it, and yeah. it, the sound effects sounded really really spot on as well yeah and and the thing is as, as well it did kind of freaky stuff in it but then there was there was definitely an element of funny side of this movie there's yeah, some funny one liners in there not necessarily coming from Chucky himself but the characters revolving around the story I think they couldn't really go down that route of making him a one-liner kind of person because that's not what it was about. It wasn't about, obviously, it's not about uh, a serial killer with uh, a bit of a funny side to him trapped into a doll. This is just 
an AI. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't go down that kind of route. Yeah, he hasn't got the personality, I no. suppose, of the human. It's, this is a personality of a robot, effectively, or a toy that's learning. Mm. Um, but and it just sometimes it just seems so special the way that it was learning. And the kids would like have fun with it and laugh at it because it can do things and it would swear yeah. occasionally and copy them and stuff like that. And it's just it's just mimicry, but clever mimicry. And I thought it was clever. Yeah. And I did laugh. I did laugh at oh, those yeah, sort of moments. And I thought he was nuts. And I thought I love Aubrey. I love Aubrey Plaza and, mm. and anything I've seen so far. I think mm. she's got that great, like, dry sense of humour. She does that so well. And having and having Mark Hamill like on board with the voice that pricked my ears up when I heard that. That got me more kind of involved. I think that was a great move. Yeah, and there weren't the many deaths in it. No, not there weren't that many deaths. No. I mean, we had like Aubrey's boyfriend. Um, Rich is punching above his weight. <laughs> yeah, big time. Um, his demise was fantastic. Yeah. You've had the. I don't want to spoil that. Yeah, Doreen's demise as well. Another one that went, but um, and then there's a more freak out, and I think a few people might have like, you know, died in the melee. But apart from that, it was very. It was sort of like a lot of it was implied and sort of tension wise. Mm. I mean, it's a really dark scene. Can we talk about that. You want to talk? Should we talk about the dark scene at the end? If you want, yeah, yeah so it's gonna go major spoilers. Major spoilers, I suppose. Karen, like played by Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, almost gets hanged by Chucky, mm-hmm. and it's it's it goes quite like dark, mm. I think, in that respect. The, the sort of comedy drops out of it, and yeah, she's almost like proper like hanging by a rope and stuff, like that, and you think that she's dead. I for one stage, I thought I heard a neck crack, really. Yeah, that was a pretty, I, I was quite impressed like, with that sort of level of um like tension I suppose and yeah very dark sort of elements to that there's um I like the way that you use again going back to like the tech as well where they like the kids were making gifts and stuff and and kind of like filming everything with their phones so I really like that element of it and they have apps for it and stuff like that and it's just like it just brought it into a bit more now because you've got to think about as well I think sometimes you've got to think of these, these movies is they're not just for us people that are older that remember the old ones. You've got like a new generation and stuff that. Do you see what I mean? It's just like. We, we're spoiled. I mean. Yeah, this but is, these people, yeah. these kids might go and watch the old ones now, which is. We're yeah, which is fantastic. I mean, yeah, we've got to remember, like, we're, we're this generation, I'm like, you know, come, approaching 40. All right, and I've got all these like eighties, mo- you know, these eighties horror movies which we love. Right, we shouldn't be like stick our thumbs in our mouth and no just way. be spoiled and say no, don't touch this property. But we're not you like can't that t- anyway. I'm not like that. I don't yeah. touch property. You keyboard warriors out there, if anyone's listening, you know, just chill out. Let something let the next generation pick up the mantle because that's what the movies are going to be built for. Enjoy what they're doing. Yeah, I just mean, because it's not a hundred percent original original idea you know I suppose revel in the fact that you had the original idea and you were there to see it from the start and then just enjoy what comes next the problem is with it is just that I think because of all that is put which annoys me it's going to put off a certain amount of people I mean it has done good at the box office anyway which is yeah. great which is good that I hear what's the numbers Do you I know? don't know what the numbers yeah. are but I know that it's done good but it could have done a hell of a lot better if if those people maybe they didn't give it a chance, we'll just give it a chance. Because I'm a massive believer in that you have to chat you have to you have to like give things a chance. You have to make your own mind up. And you're right, is you've got 
<laughs> we've got this massive surge of new horror movies coming out and I'd rather have stuff like this than nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think it fits in well with what's going on now. I loved it. It was refreshing. Budget wise, it was pretty decent. So it's t- about a 10 million budget. Yep. That's nice and cheap. Well, the one we watched, uh, Brightburn was seven. So mm. a bit more expensive than that. And then gross, it's made in the US 20, 24 million profit on that. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, I don't know how much they spent on marketing. That's probably big because they did all the Toy Story posters and stuff like that, which yeah, is cool. Which I great. thought was awesome. And it, it was you know, it was great marketing. It came out the same time as Toy Story, so it, it was going up against a boom, booming yeah. movie. Yeah, so you I weren't going to get the people you watching a bit it. Of balls to do that. I mean, you know, and closely following it is Midsummer. So, do you know, I mean, you got it's, it's got balls. I mean, it came out in the US a little bit earlier. Yeah. Which I think was its gain in the US. Here I think it's got kind of like pushed out obviously by the the, the big ones. You know what I mean? Like your Toy Stories and your Yesterday and all that kind of stuff coming out. You know what I mean? More horror. More horror. I mean Give it to me, all of it. In my face. The one question I have Yes. Okay, I I gotta say I, I love the practical effects. Animatronics on Chucky on the, the Buddy doll yeah. were fantastic. Definitely worth noting that Universal still has the rights to Charles Play. Mm. So what do they do? Just give a, give a because this is an Orion. This is done under Orion. Yeah, oh, that made me a little bit. I love seeing the old logo. Oh, the come old up. logo. That was cool. I mean, and RoboCop and a little with, nod in there. Yeah, there's Robocop. a little nice yeah. little nod to a RoboCop in there. It's also under the Orion belt. I just love that logo, and it just reminds me of the '80s. So they 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 handled it with care for me, mm. and there was enough care. And I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought, like, I had no problems with it. It's a good little film. It, it's, it, I don't think it pooed on the original at all. I think it was handled well. Um, it didn't try and and be like the, the original. Um, and I think people were giving it a bad rap for no reason at all. And I say, I recommend it. And if you want a good laugh, good little horror movie um yeah i think you're right if you, maybe if you go in there with a different like frame of mind but don't think of the originals let's just treat it as a brand new thing but i, I thought it was great yeah i'm and i'm ready to score this bad boy go on in. i'm going for How many breaths i'm going it? for a healthy eight breaths out of ten for it. i'm giving it the same as brightburn and the same i gave for us i'd probably go right up there for me i'd say seven okay uh, a, fair. a fair seven but no, yeah. I, I I just finally enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to next. I mean, what we've got next, mm. and we talk about that next. Oof. Oh, so next the next podcast in two weeks, we are going to be watching Annabelle comes home, and we're going to watch her tear up. Looking at the wait. trailer, she's yeah. just going to town awesome. on a couple of young ladies and babysitting. That, and I know that Geordie Paul's looking forward to this one. Yeah. Yeah, he's looking. He's been looking forward to this one for a long time, I believe, because he he raves about the originals. Yeah. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> but I'm, I'm well excited. I think this has got country more country over it. I mean, we've got a little bit of the Warrens. I know, yeah. pre- and and to be honest, the Annabelle movies that they've given us, the era for me was never quite right. Hmm. I mean, it went back to what the sixties, didn't it? Sixties, yeah. seventies. And I then, really liked that. I liked the further. first Annabelle. I, 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 I love did it. do, but I just, I think you they're good. Crapping yourself. And of course in that I was. They, they, those <laughs> movies make me do things to me which I can't control, and this one's going to actually wreck me. I hope so. so. I love that. <laughs> it's just the right. It's just it's. 
these the formula for these movies where they just have these like stupid jump scares and um the suspense and then the boom i I, i've heard nothing but good things so far so fingers crossed i can't bloody wait so that's our next review exciting times mate it is indeed that was a fun a fun a fun movie to start over now we're gonna have a serious horror cool where i'm gonna cry okay let's move on to our something to scream about So this week's, so following on from the great movie that we just watched, that we both enjoyed. We wanted to have a little bit of a discussion about like toys and horror movies. I don't know yes, how, I don't know do. how, don't know how this is going to go, but um, I'll give you a little bit of um, what sort of thing that I'm, I'm thinking of. Yeah. All right, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> so from the Ouija board in The Exorcist to Annabelle in the Conjuring Universe, toys have a powerful and eerie connection to horror movies. There's also a lovable and cheesy side with the likes of Charles Play, Demonic Toys and Puppet Master. But obviously there is lots of blood and these little buggers can cause just as much violence as the big slasher villains. Alright. I mean my first ever memory of a horror movie is Charles Play. Mm. There's something about those little fucking toys that are either kind of fun mm. or like nasty. But sure. like what sort of things did you want to talk about in um, this? Right. What, do you, what do you remember from toys in horror movies? Well, not necessarily. It's, it's probably a little bit different to toys, but I'm just going to start from where my first experience with, like, puppets. Okay. So the first thing that, well, if, if we're talking about the first thing that actually gave me the creeps, and you're going to probably laugh at this, that really freaked me out when I was a kid was Yoda. I was absolutely <laughs> terrified of Yoda. He freaked me out. Yeah, I didn't okay. like him. He was freaky, and it scared the crap out of me obviously i love him now so that was my first kind of creeped out experience by puppets and then I can't 900 like, years you may be yeah, exactly <laughs> and then i think it moved on um to kind of obviously like films like ghoulies but then uh, i was totally freaked out by the labyrinth the little goblins at the start of labyrinth hiding in the cupboard i think if you show that to any kind of young kid nowadays that's freaky as hell oh, mate. talking how they're gonna like steal someone's baby Jim, King. Jim Henson yeah it's like come on that that those, those like oh they are just really freaky mm. everything about like um labyrinth should be like banned from like <laughs> yeah. a certain age is this kids movie is a kids movie that's crazy but we were allowed to watch it and like yeah. what's that hoggle hoggle yeah. well wrinkly and weird yeah but they were all toys. They were effectively toys in her bedroom, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, this is... I mean, that's my first kind of proper memory Oof. about toy toys um, and how clever it is and how it all kind of ends with them kind of being toys at the end and stuff like that. But, I mean... And then it, it obviously progressed to, like, the horror movies and, like, loads of stuff. Like, you could even say kind of like the little puzzle box from Hellraiser. Is yeah. that classified as a toy? Definitely. That is called the Lament Configuration. Ooh. And that's what the uh, little puzzle box is actually called. But yeah. it, effectively, that is a kind of, that is a toy. Mm. You know, it's a puzzle box that you have to kind of mimic. Yeah. But if you do it in the right way, in the right sequence, mm. it calls these 
fucking evil bastards out yeah. from hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so obviously there's that, and then I think that obviously a lot of people have got like things like massive things about clowns. Yeah. So obviously this features in a lot of films now. One of the freakiest ones is Poltergeist for me. By a mile, yeah, man. That, I mean, that friggin' crazy kind of clown. And then there's... It just a, stares at him from the bottom of the bed. And we talked about it like in, yeah. in, the, in the episode that we did, like going as episode two or three. Oh, my God. And, the, and then there's the, the kind of crazy demon clown thing in Ghoulies, which gets out of the chair and starts like killing people and like ooze coming out of his face and all that kind of stuff is it just because like we as kids we all have toys Mm. and we think they're kind of innocent Mm. and you watch these movies and you can really turn them into these horrific things all they do is just stare at you yeah all night Mm. you know if you have that clown on your like rocking chair in the corner and it would just look at you like that why would you have that freaky toy in it yeah I'd be like that's going out yeah. the window right now big time um, but then it's like these people that collect freaky little dolls <laughs> like weird like china dolls and stuff I tell you something really funny and this teams I should have took a picture of it but I was at a car boot last week I sold some stuff at a car boot and I was walking along and literally there was this old kind of like Victorian chest thing and literally on the chest was like four china dolls they literally look like fucking Annabelle dolls. And the bloke went, <laughs> some bloke came up behind me and was like, yeah, look at those dolls. They look like they're right out of a horror movie. <laughs> and I was just pissing myself. But that's how, but you're right. He went, in it, in it, to me. And I was like, yeah, man, they, they are freaky. You should have bought them, mate. We could have put them in they're our right. own horror movie. I, they've got all sorts of shit wrong with them, man. They've probably got freaking demons and <laughs> like fucking souls trapped in their eyes but, or something. But like, talk freaky. about that. Let's talk about that. Like Annabelle. Mm. Like in the last like couple of years, that is probably the most freakiest thing like that you would that you've ever seen. Yeah. As soon as you saw it in the first Conjuring movie, you're just yeah. like, that looks fucked up. But that even, what is the, and you would like what is the history? And that's why those movies got made because they were like, what is attached to this thing? Well, this is the thing that is mental about this Annabelle doll. I mean, they've obviously made her look way more scary <laughs> in the movies because the original Annabelle is like a Raggedy Ann doll. They're yeah. kind of big in the seventies. You see them throughout all the horror movies, like um, The Conjuring, obviously you see it pop up now and again, the original doll. Yeah. Uh, it's even in, I think it possibly might even be in Amityville, when because uh, they're like big in the 70s. Yeah, uh, well, I think my sister had a regular hand doll. Yeah, and, and then they're like, and they're, uh, they just, they were quite big in America, like they were everywhere. It looks like an old one. The original Annabelle doll obviously was encased in a case, but it, it was in the Warrens kind of like um, basement where it's all locked away with all their other artifacts from from their haunts or whatever. But there's like they've done tours down there, um, and this is a true story. Like basically, they obviously take people down there, and apparently they were doing a tour, and it was just like really like there was this couple that were having a look around and uh, a boyfriend and girlfriend or something, and then. The, the guy just started like tapping on the glass and saying oh well, that's not scary or something like that and literally obviously the doll is cursed and the, the Warrens didn't like that and they, they kind of told him to get out and stuff um, and and then literally on the way home that guy died in a horrific 
motorbike motorbike accident, and his, his apparently his uh, girlfriend survived, but he died. And, wow. I mean, that obviously could mm, be circumstance and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, obviously, but it's pretty fucking freaky. But it's the other, it's the other stuff that they got in that room as well. I mean, you yeah. think about the the like the music box in the country mm. where she's just like winding it, mm. and then. You see the little spiral. Oh, so clever that little spiral, and then mm. suddenly you see this weird, like weird little ghost kid in the background. It's so great, so mm. clever. And there's like that little monkey with the symbols, oh, yeah. Yeah, which is freaky. in other movies as Toy well. Story. <laughs> it's in other movies but as then, well. The, but then, uh, you know, going back to the clown thing as well. Obviously, uh, you're a fan of like your toy movies, like Puppet Master and. Stuff yeah, like in Demonic Toys, there's yeah. like a Jack in the Box, which is just absolutely incredible. They were freaky. I remember yeah. the one, the I think it was um, the one that really freaked me out that me and my sister used to watch. I don't know what number it is. Was there was a woman doll, uh, and that, it was the that leech. puppet master. Yeah, it's she the leech. leeches yeah. up. Freaky, mate. <laughs> that was freaky. Oh, that I remember great. seeing that and thinking, ah. Oh, that's gross. Well, there's some great ones, um, examples. I mean, when I was in, like, New York and stuff, like, mm. when I went to that Forbidden Planet, they had um, Blade, like, re- to buy. Really? That would be nuts. Oh, my God. Well, I they had Ghoulies from the toilet as well, but, you know. But Blade, that. like, a full a full-size Blade. And they had um, Drill Head as well. Yeah. One yeah. Drill, that was being, they're, like, proper cool. They've just, apparently, there's, like, a really nice Puppet Master box that you can get, and it comes in a VHS kind of case. And it's got like a pin badge and the Blu-ray in it and stuff. It looks really nice. Yeah. Stickers in there and stuff. But there's some there's some other ones. I mean, you got to remember Dead Silence, mm. um, which has um, Billy the, and it's like little ventriloquist doll. Ventriloquist dolls. I mean, dolls in general are just freaky. So yeah. put them in a movie. Dolls, obviously, you got Saw. Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, what's what's the thing in uh, Saw? It's um, Jigsaw. Billy the puppet. Oh, is it Billy? Yeah, it's, Billy the puppet. Yeah. Yeah, Billy the Puppet riding a tricycle. Jigsaw's a killer, isn't he? Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is he? Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. And then obviously for me, Chucky all day long. Yeah. To me, he wins hands down. He's not the freakiest, but he just wins because he's just fucking cool. he's, He's definitely up there with like the best of them. He's got to be top three for definite, if not top number one for for killer toys. But... I like the new breed as well. Like the re- obviously the the puppet master uh, Littlest Reich, which the drone we loved, yeah, which which is brilliant. <laughs> that comes out soon. To yeah, buy. I know. Um, I've seen the Blu-ray. It's literally great. <laughs> it's love. I love it. It's like a total like like gore fest, and I just yeah, it's brilliant. Well, these these are canon fodder us because we we love toys anyway. We haven't grown up. You've mm-hmm. obviously got a whole boast a host of toys and stuff. So these are the easiest things to kind of like buy, and now with these like pop figures and stuff. Like that, Mate, that's going to be really now, you cool. know that's going to happen. It's going to be Funko the movie. Funko the movie, where all the Funkos come alive and kill you. Oh my god! <laughs> what about the garbage pail kitchen movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a horror story. So yeah, on hell, its own right, awful. Um, that could be so good. But then, obviously, you touched on the Ouija board as well. Obviously, there's movies from the Ouija board. Hasbro's Ouija board. Well, yeah, Hasbro's Ouija can you board. That? I mean, um, they sold this Ouija board in Walmart yeah. and stuff like that. It's just something you could buy. It's like, crazy, what? Man. Are you crazy? And you know, there's a film called Ouija. Yeah, there's Veronica. That we watched on Netflix. Yeah, That's crazy. But 
Mr. What's his name from Exorcist? Oh my god, to kill me now. I don't remember the bloody name. Mr. Do you know what? Just take away my horror badge right now because I can't bloody remember this goddamn thing's name. Answers on a postcard. Yeah, please. Uh, it's, but she's like... From the Exorcist. Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah, because she, she plays around the Ouija board. Then she, that's what mm. happens, like, yeah. the original. And she's like, keeps talking to this little imaginary friend, which I can't remember the goddamn name of right now. Mm. And, um, and, uh, and that's where it all sort of stems from. Mm. And she, she's called this demon, this demon's there. That's essentially what happens, isn't it? That's yeah. how it sort of gets in. And she's playing with a Ouija board. And that's like the original, that's the original, like, bad toy. I can't yeah. think of any before that. Before Exodus, probably wrong. The Conjuring Two as well. Yeah, obviously. and there's other ones. I think the Twilight um, movie sort of series and stuff. There's some freaky ass toys in that as well. Mm. Yeah, just something about like toys and horror movies. Oh yeah, Ouija board as well. Uh, paranormal Activity. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, it's just that's all over it, mate. Keep pumping these movies out. Keep pumping Puppet Master movie out. Yeah. We'll have demonic toys versus. We've had demonic toys versus Puppet Master. Would you like to see a new? toy horror movie come out yeah like a new kind of like toy a new breed not not a doll maybe something else like what though oh, you've know. got puppets you've got ventriloquist dolls you've got it's all about dolls what could you have I, I, I wouldn't get scared by a little freaky ass Funko I don't know what they could do mm. well I have to have a little think about you know what kind of what kind of toys have we got like suddenly all your toys started to come to life maybe like a dark version of Toy Story that'd be pretty cool I bet yeah. there's one out there on YouTube or like, like a Woody dark like strangles version you or of like Toy Soldiers like Small Soldiers Small Soldiers small sorry soldiers. yeah because that, that was fairly dark they were like yeah, still was... causing pain yeah do you know yeah something like that would be like quite cool mm. yeah if you can think of anything like any toys that you'd think are like freaky that you used to own just send them you know send us an email <laughs> or a picture picture of it of your scary toy yeah and draw you, a picture of your scary toys i'll tell you what if you send us a picture or a tag us in a picture of your scariest toy you you've found or you own we'll send you our price yeah you know we've got some goodies um lying about okay. so uh yes that would be uh that'd be quite interesting to see yeah. see if we've got any artists listening <laughs> <laughs> all right cool well that was a nice little i like that it's a good little chat i like just chatting about mm. i like these things we just chat about it yeah. Um, so let's do another chat. Something in our something to scream about topic next week. I think maybe we should talk about something like what about talking about like freaky kids in horror movies. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Children in horror. Children in horror. Because yeah. oh, that that that's a big. That's one. a good. That's a good pull. Yeah. Okay. Because that's I our. Like fir- that. I'll be our thirtieth episode. So that'd be quite. That'd be quite apt. Thirtieth. Yeah. That's when you wow. should stop being a kid. <laughs> So yeah, we're doing for next next episode. Um, some screen bar. We'll talk about uh, freaky children or children in horror movies. Sounds good to me, mm. mate. Can't bloody wait. Right, let's move on to our move from the vault, Matthew. Dear mom and dad, I've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks, and I'm getting very. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba, revolve! Someone is waiting for you. 
someone wants to scare you to death. Sleep away, camp. You won't be coming home. Okay, so our movie from the vault on this episode is Sleep Away Camp. Now, I'm going to give you a short synopsis and then we'll dive straight in. Angela Baker, a traumatised and very shy young girl, is sent to a summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, anyone with sinister or less than horrible intentions gets their comeuppance. So, this is a movie, I'm not going to lie, obviously, I, for some reason, I've wanted, well, I've wanted to see this movie for a long, 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 long time. Me too. It wasn't one of those, for some strange reason, I don't think it was very big in Britain, it's like a quite big in America, so I never saw this on the, the VHS shop, where it might have been there, but not, it wasn't really shouted about as much as it was in America to me. Um, but I've always wanted to see it, because I've seen posters, and you know, lots of pictures of people at cons meeting the, the cast and and just loads of hype about it. So I was just like, oh, I really want to watch this. That's what obviously I picked it. So I really want to watch this. It was the first time I've watched it. First time you've seen it? First time I've seen it. I mean, I'm the same as you. I've seen it all over like the likes of social media for mm. some reason. And a couple of good top tens. It's got, you know, the the ending is... Is, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, don't, 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 don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling the. Uh, there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers, but the ending is voted like one of the top in the top ten um, endings of all time in, in a horror movie. So it's in a lot, of, a lot of top tens. So tell um, me, so what I did didn't, you think? Come on, I'm, I'm waiting for bated breath. For the, from the ending. No, I want you to know, tell me what you what you you think. Okay, how well, you felt? How you think? How was it good? Was it not? Okay, this movie from nine is a nineteen eighty three, so it's you know we're early eighties and stuff like that. I found it completely and utterly like cheesy. The acting's just like ridiculous, but because from a good angle, if it's that sort of like it's that really cheesy thing that just goes, oh my god, it's almost like it's slightly better than Mutilator in terms of the acting. I would give it on that sort of terms, but it doesn't matter. It's just because it's sort of like it's timeless. It feels timeless. It feels so awful and crap that it's like, it's good. It goes all the way around to mm. be that really awesome movie. It's got some really original, it's a really original way of thinking. And I can see that if I'd watched this in 1983, that it would be, it would have that real originality. Mm. And there would have been similar, maybe Friday the 13th, you've got this sort of that camp, that camp movie. It was quite popular. And, you know, I suppose maybe this isn't as popular in the UK because we don't have that same sort of thing where Possibly. you can go to a lake and you have these sort but of camping. Friday the 13th was huge. Yes, it's true. But then this was, Friday the 13th was, had some, you know, had the likes of Kevin Bacon in to start with. And I don't know. It, it, was, just, a has, it wasn't a husband. It wasn't an, even known then, mate. Yeah, but the music no was, one knew I think that the, was no pull. the music works. And I think the, the production value for Friday the Films is a little bit better than this movie. See, I don't, I don't really think, I don't even think it's apart from having a camp and a killer, nothing, nothing says Friday the Films. Oh no, sure. I'm not trying okay. to compare. I'm not trying to compare. Yeah, cause this okay. is not, this is not, this is a slasher, but it's not a, and it's a revenge movie. Mm-hmm. But okay, they, the two are chalk and cheese. 
Definitely. They're yeah. definitely two sides of a coin, but it's of the same thing because mm. they're set in a camp and there's a killer loose. You know, but it's... The one thing I liked about it, it was real kids. It was, it wasn't like, you know, like teen, you know, teenagers, these were real kids. They were quite young. They were probably like 13, 14, 13 up to maybe six, six, and some right old, weird, pervy, like older actors in there, like from the chefs and the pervy, like camp director, I suppose. I really liked it, even though it was just weird and, and odd. And then the ending, oh, wow, wow, wow. I won't talk about the ending yet. But yeah, it was just like, and there was a good amount of deaths. There's a, you know, there's a healthy number of like kills in this movie, and I have like like a real like juvenile esque sort of. Some of them were like quite pranky, almost had that pranky feel. It just felt very juvenile, but at the same time, it's like everything that I wa- everything that I was as a teenager. You know, mm-hmm. I swore my, I still swear my head off now, and like the amount of potty mouth. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Potty Mouth Ricky. Yeah. Oh my God, he can swear with the best of them. He has a lot of like good swear words. I was like, like if I was like watching that movie when I was younger, I'd have learned everything <laughs> from Ricky. So yeah, I I'm bought in. I'd watch this again and again and again for its like pure <laughs> insanity. So that's that's what that's my sort of thoughts. What about you? That was you know that was my first impression. Watching this movie. I think that this is in my top 10 movies of all time. <laughs> I fucking absolutely loved this movie. Absolutely loved it. I, I, is that really, is, I am not joking. Into your top 10. I fucking love this movie. Oh, that's amazing. I don't know why or what it is, but I thought... I could tell you why. For a long time, I thought that this was going to be a, just a, a slasher... From the eighties, it was <laughs> gonna just copy Friday the Thirteenth. It's just gonna have a killer. This is completely different to what I thought it was gonna be. Completely, because it's yeah, like you said, the acting is not great because they're kids that are probably in their first movies yeah. ever made. But it was so raw. And it was, you know, the director's first movie. Um, he knew that horror films were, were cheap to make. I just loved that element of it. And it was just, it just is everything about the 80s, which is amazing. The fashion, the way they talked, the innocence of it. You know, it, it just it was just brilliant. All that, the, the acting, I love the cheesiness of the acting. <laughs> I loved it. I love. I thought it was brilliant. It was just so, like you said, it has such an innocence about it, the whole way through, and it was just like, I was like, I, I know what's going to happen. I know the ending. I know this. I know that. But the kills, I thought, were brilliant. The effects looked really cool. Um, yeah, the the I, I, the special the makeup and special effects gets a round of applause yeah, for me. But I was just like, I was totally totally engrossed in this movie i didn't like touch my phone once i didn't like literally i was just like i'm really interested to see where this is going i think i know what the outcome's going to be really i i i thought i was no i thought okay i I thought i was like oh you know i was the whole thing in the back of my head was like the crazy aunt at the start 
I was like, she's still in the back of my head because she was so fucking weird. Like the way that she was talking. She was like someone from a Twilight movie. I didn't understand her character. She was like, I was like, there's something wrong. But this is what I love about the movie. That it embeds that in your head right at the start. You think, what is this woman on about? What is she going on about? And she's so fucking weird. We should have seen her. And then you forget about her. Yeah. And then they don't talk talk about her again. And they're at the camp. Obviously, all the people that get killed are assholes pretty much. And... I'm not saying they deserve to get killed, obviously. They definitely but, deserve but to get killed. But they're all kind of our arseholes. Um, and then it, it kind of went to places, which I'll speak about later, that I really didn't think it'd go. Like, there's a whole uh, sequence of the, the, the guys sleeping out in in uh, sleeping bags, which I was like that's dark man and that 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 to me was well, like, hang on let's let, we'll break down each kill okay. in a minute i think because we've got to talk about each and kill yeah. individual hmm. but you're like spot on in terms of like what this be about because i did exactly the same i saw that weird aunt and i was like what the hmm. fuck is going on and then you're right immediately they're at a camp and you're concentrating on the fact this is a yeah. te- this is a teen movie but i thought it was clever because it's like yeah. there's a reason for her being weird but it's not it's not going to like have her again in it and, and, you, until, yeah. and you only sort of like get a glimpse of it like maybe three three quarters of the it's way through yeah. and they and then you're like ah ah and then you're at the end and you're just like what the fuck and yeah and, I, I was like because I, I wrote down in my in my book about i think it was after one of the deaths yeah. judy the bitch we'll talk about the yeah. characters in a minute but judy the bitch i was still going ricky or angela in terms of who's the killer. Mm. So I just didn't have a fucking... I was like, you know, almost in the camp director's like side. I was thinking when he was smashing up Ricky mm. in, on the ground. That's another fucking thing to talk about. Mm. Poor Ricky getting his ass handed to him <laughs> by the fucking camp director. Mal. Sleazy Mal. He was about to get laid. Yeah. I think that's probably why he was so angry. Yeah. I be... don't think it was really to, to, for the, about the death of the bird he could have got laid with. I, I, I thought, thought he killed was... Ricky. Yeah. I put, in fact, so much so that I broke down in my book prematurely. Mel kills Ricky. And oh, what well, before? And uh, then I had to cross it out because uh, <laughs> he doesn't obviously die. <laughs> but we're talking, like I said, we're that's talking. interesting. Let's break it down. Um, Go on, let's break it down. I do, what do we talk about? Do we talk about? I don't want to go into too much detail. The, the plot, there's no point. No, so we'll no, just talk no. about plot points. Let's talk about deaths. You want to talk about deaths? Let's talk about this. I mean, it's a great POV cam. It's worth talking about. There's yep. a great POV cam like moment in this with the chef. So this is almost like the first, the first death. So yeah, I, I, I just before you get into that, I want to talk about one scene right from the start <laughs> that made me feel. This is another thing. Is that it made me feel so uncomfortable, and this film would have never, ever, ever, ever in a million years get done made in this this time. Especially when they're, they're all out, I know they're watching mean. all these young children run into the camp. I'm talking young, young, and there's one bloke which is evil and disgusting. He goes, "Where I'm from, they call them baldies." Yeah, and I was like, insinuating, oh, my god, and talking about young prepubescent women's bits, thinking where he comes from, it's all right, and he almost has his way with one of them in the in in the. Uh, I mean, it's Angela. He's almost having his way with it. Oh, my God. And he's 
starts taking his little belt off and he obviously gets interrupted by Ricky. Oh my god, it's just filth. It's filth. His name's Artie the pedo. He's I called him. I wrote it down. He's disgusting. Mm. But he gets his comeuppance. Yeah. And he doesn't. We don't really sure if he. I'm not really counting him as a death. Mm. But he basically gets like pushed boiling. over and boiling water like all over him, and it's done. That look good. Yeah, the makeup looks incredible. All the pus and yeah. stuff coming out is, is gross. It's but sp- it was almost comedic when they when they kind of take him out the paramedics because he's like got his arms bandaged like that and he's just screaming like screaming and. and <laughs> The, the the I think the detective or someone who is there goes, man, he must be in so much pain. <laughs> yeah, and he's and like, like screaming no his head off no in the shit. background. Oh my god! Yeah, there was some pretty pretty interesting like lines in this yeah. movie. Yeah, um, that was definitely one of them. Um, You're a real peckerhead was another one. <laughs> I love. No one uses that enough now. Was the other one, do we have the other one before pencil dick? Yeah. Let's bring back peckerhead and pencil dick. Peckerhead, yeah, massive. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, nice makeup on the burns. The next death mm, was okay. The makeup afterwards was pretty good, but it was obviously a bit of a drowning. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny gets drowned. Yeah. In the boat, he does a bit of a trick, and he, he's an arsehole. Yeah. But there, a lot of them are just taking the piss out of this poor Angela girl. So you, that's why you think this. Eva. Yeah. You're not really sure why it would be Angela. So you think it's Ricky. Well, there's a, quite a big message of bullying in it. Yeah. Again, like I'm going to say, it, like this film is a bit is way before its time. Yeah. Like it's tackling bullies and and stuff like that. Um, maybe to the next level. <laughs> it's but, fucking yeah, right. Extreme extreme violence. But Kenny gets drowned. Yeah. Poor Kenny. And then found. And he's... I like that bit. Because he's, he's proper talking about snakes in the water, isn't he? Well, he was talking about water snakes. Yeah. Obviously talking about their cocks. Did you not get that? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Okay. But so the it... funniest thing is, when he's when he's dead, he dies, they find him and a snake comes out of his mouth. That's really intelligent storytelling. Yeah. So... In a really stupid way, but it is kind of really good storytelling. Mm. Yeah, nice little... Nice little nod that. Well done. Um... Death by bees, mm. yeah. I like Don't that. really get to see the bees that much, or when until they're on him. They're on and on it, isn't it? <laughs> isn't there like there's just a lot of noise of yeah. the lot of noise bees. But again, inventive, yeah, inventive. It's like that's kind of something kids would do. But do you, do you know, know what I mean? Do you know what I mean from a prank, like a juvenile prank? Yeah, it's like almost like she, they locked him in the toilet, oh, yeah, and then stuck a beehive through the window, yeah. You know, it could have stabbed him. Yeah, but it's uh, that's kind of the, the, you got to think that, that this is the f- is this a kid doing it or is it an adult? Is it a prankster? Yeah. What what's going on? Let me get Meg the bitch. Oh yeah, M E G Meg. She gets her comeuppance. She throws Angela into the uh, water. So she's mega bitch. Mega oh, there's two mega bitches. There's Meg and then there's Judy. Judy. This is we'll talk about Judy in a minute. Mm. Meg. Basically, gets stabbed in the shower. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's, I love that scene. It's brilliant. It's like it's like straight through the shower, and then I've never seen that kind of thing where it's just like they drag down. Yeah. And it's proper like, like Dark. Ugh, yeah. I like that. that mm. It's good death. Good death. Judy, this <laughs> messed up. Is a bitch. Mm. She's a mega bitch. Like, she's just like. Just grown tits. She's she's like the classic schoolgirl kind of mean bitch. She's a mean girl. Yeah, definitely. She's a definitely. mean girl, and she's just got a pair of tits by the looks of things, and she's trying to flirt with all the older boys. Mm. And Ricky ain't happy about that because they were once lovers. Yeah. Well, kissing, well, yeah. Pe- petting. 
Heavy pain. But the way that she gets her comeuppance, and this is what I want to talk about you. Okay, go for it. Does she get a straightener to the puss? <laughs> <laughs> it was no hook. That's for sure. Was, I think it was curling tongs. It was curling tongs. Heated curling tongs. To the puss, though, yeah? Up the puss. We, we definitely said it. Absol- you- no, 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 absolutely. That's what happens. That is what happens. That is what happens. And then thrown under the bed. Yes. Like, what a way to hide so your get, body under it, the bed. She gets punched in the face. Hmm. Great punch. And then you get this weird little scene where he, the person fucking lifts up the curling tongs. Brilliant. And looks like... It's like a shadow scene. Yeah. Right. And it's that you can only, in your warped in my no, but warped this is how mind, they got away with it. It's like... How did this not get like uh, it was? It was R rated. It wasn't. It wasn't even like it should have been X rated. It was like it. How did it get an R rated? Because but, I think it's because of these little things. But you, she, you know, you could. It. They could get with. Oh no, that was definitely not a not a pair of curling tongs in the purse. Mm. She got burnt in the mm. face. Well, they, no. they could say that, they, 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 but it's definitely it's, not it, it's, There's definitely insertion insinuated in my opinion <laughs> fucking funny and then you get your <laughs> then you get this fucking darkness man this is oh you is can this, talk about this is, what about the camping out so yeah this guy obviously one of the older kind of camp um leaders or whatever uh, has chosen to take Prefect. out to take out a load of kids now bear in mind everybody that's getting killed has been pretty fucking horrible, like really badly bullying. And these kids, all that I could see is that they chuck a bit of sand on her. That's enough. As she's coming they out. They fucking deserved it, little so, they So, and I didn't even twig until afterwards. So they're all like camping out under the stars. And, oh, I'm cold, take us back. And and so this guy takes a couple of them back and leaves about three of them there asleep in their sleeping bags. When he comes back, it's literally like someone's just stabbed the hell out of these kids and you can't really make out anything apart from stabbed up dead body parts uh, and I don't know what I'm looking at there's like fluff and all this sort of stuff a lot of blood yeah someone yeah. went to town on those kids man mm. so it was stabbed like, them right, right up that was the only I was like that's dark because they were they were young kids yeah I didn't, I didn't really like that bit but then you get this scene with Mel Mm. beating on Ricky when you think he's dead because yeah. he beat him hard man mm. it's like throwing some fists down because old Mal thought he was going to get he was trying to get it on with Meg well he, he got it on with Meg because she was like I'm coming around yours for dinner well, later they didn't officially get it on but you know they were they were heading that way mm. um, but then Mel gets his little bit of comeuppance he, this is a bit of a weird death so he obviously thinks that Ricky's the killer yeah the, the, her cousin and he beats ten bows out of him, doesn't he? And then Left, leaves him for dead. Yeah, and then he turns round, gets an arrow through the neck, which looks awesome. It looked really good. Really looked good. How do you compare that? Because that again is after Friday the Thirteenth, isn't it? Because obviously there's that classic scene with is it Kevin Bacon? Is that through the eye? No, he doesn't get. He doesn't get. That's um, he gets a poke. I think he gets poked through the bed, doesn't he? Through. Oh, okay, yeah, I think you're right. There was an arrow. There is, death, I don't though. think that's first one, okay. I think. And, th- and then you get the final death. We, hang on, okay. Because we're about to go something, we're about to go into something weird now. Mm. Okay. Do you want to 
I would love to explain this. You go for it. <laughs> so, obviously, throughout the film, there's kind of a guy who's friends with Ricky that takes a shine to Angela, which is obviously the girl that's getting bullied throughout the whole thing, which kind of signs allude to, is it Angela doing the killings? Mm, probably not. She's pretty meek and mild. They she say it. a fucking word. She's well, weird. Just stares at people. The weird thing is, again, she does say a couple of words when she she chooses whenever she wants to talk. And then you've got Ricky, who's a fiery little kid, um, uses the best fucking swear words I've ever heard. <laughs> love him. I think he looks brilliant. I especially love his cowboy hat. Yeah. That we didn't even talk about. Sorry. <laughs> and. Uh, loves a good old prank, as we've seen as, as they all bully a little guy called Mozart, yeah. which is, which is hilarious. Just get the squirting cream, yeah, um, you know, tickle on the nose, little prank. There's yeah. some good little pranks. Arse in the face, yeah, particular favourite. Classic sleepover pranks, yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, we... probably where when I went to sleepovers, where we, somebody watched this movie and half of these bloody pranks came from. Yeah, probably. So what you're telling me is you're kind of the Angela character of the sleepover no I'm definitely Ricky <laughs> anyway nothing to do with Angela so we go back to Ricky's friend who's took a shine to Angela now throughout the film he's always trying to get with her he's kissing her name? and courting her I can't remember now his name's Paul Paul what is <laughs> very apt so, so he's just trying to get with her the whole time and finally she's like okay after the social event is finished meet me down the 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 pool um the lakeside and he's thinking yeah obviously he's gonna get some action so he goes down and meets her and then uh they just start kind of messing about and then it cuts obviously and then the camp leaders get a phone call saying that these kids have been found all like hacked to pieces in the woods so then they go out looking for everyone including Angela because she's they don't know where Angela or Paul or um, Ricky. Ricky have gone. So they go out looking for him. Now, what I'm about to say next, this I never even... I never ever thought that this was going to be the ending at all. I was so surprised by this. <laughs> so they come down to the lake and there is Paul with his severed head. And Angela stood there, completely naked, and she is actually a boy. She stood there with a willy. Yeah, she's got a little. Down. There's a little willy there, hanging and she's well, making these medium words. size. It was a little. <laughs> Don't, Don't stare at little people's willies. I I was. People just all start talking. Dude, I'm not joking when I say this. I was gobsmacked. Tell you, tell me you did not know that that was going to happen. Um, How randomly... Oh, did you know? I've read it before. Oh, but I goat. forgot it. So it was... I was I, oh, I was, yeah, but still, it's not going to have the same impact no, on me, see? No, it didn't, but... Because I'm not in a million years. If you had asked me, that would have probably not been on my radar but at I all. I completely forgot about it. So, all the, and then when, uh, when I sort of saw it, I was like, oh, that's the fucking film that they keep talking about where the, right. the ending so is. I, the, knew I, I knew there was a film. I've never seen this. I knew there was an ending where, where, where they, like at the end, there was a, like a, it was like a tranny. But it was, it was not that, it, I don't think she was a tranny. I think it was just a boy being made up to be a girl. And as far as I can tell, the aunt obviously made, wanted a girl. 
So she made the boy a girl. But there's more to this scene. Mm. He, why is he one? Why is he naked? And I think you can see these weird little injuries on him. It's like blood. That's blood. Is so, it? Yeah, I think that's blood. So for this, to do with the fact that the, at the beginning, because we didn't discuss at the beginning, that somebody gets run over by a boat. Yeah, we, we probably skipped that. Part. Yeah, we skipped this bit. Something. The re, the reason why Angela is the way she is, or Peter, or whoever it is, we think um, he might have got hit by a boat at one stage, and he's got a little bit of uh, well, they mental all did, issues. I mean, at the start, you see. The, the dad definitely, her dad def or his or her dad definitely died. The dad, a boy and a girl. Yeah. A boat and obviously, and then they get hit by a speedboat. Yeah. Now you don't see who dies. Yeah. You know the dad dies because the kids get given to. Um, you see Ricky and what you think is Angela, which is the survivor, but it's not Angela. It's actually the boy. It's so clever. So it, this is this, this is just such a clever twist. Why? Yeah. Back to the scene where she stood there with a knife yeah. and Peter's head or yes. whatever. And she's just screaming at them. This is what... It's not even a scream. It's a weird kind of it's growling. It's a weird noise. It fucking put hairs on yeah. the back of my neck. It's freak. And the biggest thing is obviously you see... I've seen the actress do these shots in pictures when she takes pictures with fans and stuff where she does the eyes to the side thing and the open mouth with the like, tongue and she's just there and it's just like the freakiest thing ever like making I a growling sound I've never seen like it's like a demon yeah I've never seen anything like it and then it ends with her doing that with, the, with, a, with a little face and they go oh my god Angela's a boy best line end. ever end <laughs> Just end it like that. Phenomenal. That's, that's, I, I was, was just, just gobsmacked. I was gobsmacked. <laughs> I was blown away. I was like, what the fucking hell did I just watch? I think it's genius. I've never genius. heard that sound at all. It's insane. <laughs> insane. But there's obviously sequels to this as well. Yeah. Um, and like the dude, the director, like I think he directed. He, he, didn't, do, he, just he didn't do two, three. He did four though. Did they he? directed like the oh. Sleepaway Camp Four, and now they're remaking Sleepaway Camp. It's possible, Possibly. possible. It's not nothing's in. They're not going to do that, are they? They can't take the fucking. I I don't. I well, thinking about it, I think, boy. I think it's bang on apt for right now with yeah. everything with like gender, gender roles, fluid, and, yeah, gender, yeah, and, yeah, and I think stuff. they could do it in a really careful way mm. because there's there's different there's there's split opinions on this film. There's a lot of people that think it's it's wrong, and there's a lot of people that <laughs> that is fucking wrong that don't think no they don't think it's it's fair on like um, kind of gender stuff and that. But then there's people that, that are like, it's brilliant. It raises awareness of bullying and stuff like that. It's a film before its time. And it's just like, you've got to think about, this is, this is 1983, dude. This is like, people ain't seen shit like this before. It's no. like, this is, this is crazy. If you were sat there and you're like, oh, and that ending came up, you would have been Imagine going to watch this. At, we're like, freaked out now. Yeah. Let alone going, in 1983. I know. Imagine going to watch this at a drive through that's your that's your date movie. Not really a date movie, but, but you but you would have. It's a, you would it's, have a it's just a slasher. It's a way. slasher. Yeah. It's a horror. You, that's the sort of movie you go and see at a drive-through. Yeah, but that back then you wouldn't have known anything else no. about. You would have just seen the poster, yeah. and then nothing else. And then you see that maybe a small little write-up in a newspaper oh saying God. slasher. Angela's a boy. I say like, what the fuck? 
and you'd be like not oh my god Angela's just chopped off um, mate boy's head and they're more interested in he's got a penis he's got a little willy yeah why do you keep saying little it was a little willy is it I didn't look long I didn't look that long (laughs) but yeah there's some great absolutely great bits in this movie I want to hear your how many breaths you give this already you want to hear that I mean I've got to there's some other stuff like I've got to it's just it's just a great movie it's like it reminded me of being a a kid not in a weird little way but reminded you of being a baldy (laughs) 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 I mean I'm tempted I need to give this another watch but at the moment this is a 9 out of 10 or it's 9 breaths out of 10 all day long I, I, Hang on, I, I don't know if it, I think this could get a 10. I just did. I loved it. Do you I, know what? I, I, I immediately laughed at, after <laughs> I watched this movie. I was online looking for shirts, t shirts. <laughs> I'm like, I'm buying a t shirt. With a little face. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I've seen one. Oh, I've seen a t shirt. Um, I want to buy the VHS. Not, not going to get that. Uh, I want the poster. Uh, I literally. Fucking love this film. It's insane. It's it's pretty bat shit. And I didn't I didn't understand the cult following until obviously now. I'm I gutted I've not seen this before. Absolutely love doing this podcast for that reason <laughs> that I don't think I ever would have attempted to it's watch a gem. it. It is just a hidden gem. It's brilliant. That I've that I've been hidden away from me for, you know, it's just too nuts. long. I too just long. can't believe it. I mean, watch you know you got Friday the Thirteenth and all that, and this little gem's been sat there. Oh. Like the mutilator. Oh God, yeah. I'm, I'm. I love doing this podcast and finding out. It's like, yeah, it's brilliant. Have got anything else? No, or but it's just Matt's back. Just talk about the pylon. You know, remember the pylon? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking brilliant. The worst fight in horror history. I think. Pervy chefs and cigars. That's that's all I got to say. Mm, okay. Smoking and in boldies. the ki- smoking in the kitchen. Yeah, these are the good old days, eh? <laughs> Hit me with your facts. All right. So, it's, it's actually, this is quite, this is really interesting. So, the director, Robert Hitzler, um, basically, he wrote this movie before even Friday 13th had released. So, he'd had this already. So, people that were going, oh, it's Friday 13th, like, rip-off, which I don't think it is at all. I think they were just haters, basically. It's really interesting because the director also went to the actual camp they used in the movie when he was younger, which is because it was an actual working camp. So basically, when Camp Arawak, yeah, when they actually filmed it, it was almost like fall over there, so all the leaves were turning um, brown. So a lot of the leaves they actually painted green. To, to make sure it still looked like summer. Okay. Because obviously it had to look like it was a working camp, so the whole of the summer period it was being used. Yeah. But they were allowed to use it, a cheap location, they shot it all in one location, so it's dead cheap. So they could just get away with it. Because nice. you can see, there's some shots where you can actually see some of the like trees in that are orange. <laughs> it's like, it's blatantly not summer. That's funny. And that's why they did all the shots at the start of the camp closure, because it was actually closed at that point. For, for full break <laughs> which was interesting I thought definitely um, Mal the guy that played Mal the camp owner um, this bit of sad news uh, his na- name was Mike Callens he it was, that was the final movie he ever made because after the movie in the actual movie he was quite sick um, and he hid it quite well 
but literally died three months before the movie came out. Oh, lung, wow. lung, uh, lung disease or lung cancer. No way. Which was really sad because he didn't get to see how well this did because he smashed it. Yeah, absolutely smashed it. Um, yeah, so that was a bit, a bit sad, really. Um, there was a bit of an on-set romance uh, between uh, Felicia Rose, which plays Angela, and uh, Jonathan Thurston, that plays um, Ricky, in, <laughs> in so, real life. So the cousins... They got on really, really well. The cousins in real life. Mm. Okay. So, but apparently they got on really well and they were a thing, and, until a load of extras came along, apparently, and then uh, he dumped her, apparently. <laughs> yeah, not good. Um, they were kids. Yeah, That's what exactly. Camp, that's what camp's about. Like, yeah, of course. Uh, Felicia Rose was paid... Five thousand dollars for this movie. Okay. Bargain, if you ask me. Yeah. Because um, it's just I don't I just yeah she's just perfect for the role. Big time. Absolutely perfect. Just that stare, just crazy. Creeps you out. Proper yeah. creeps you out. The funniest thing is her mum is quite a, a film mum. Like obviously, completely her manager, everything her dudes does her deals and that. There's a strange clause in her contract that they said she said that she can do. All the stuff, and I'll get to that bit in a minute, don't worry. She can do everything, but she can't. I don't want her hands doing the killing. I don't want her hands in the shots because I don't, I just don't want her hands being filmed killing people and stuff like that. I don't know if she had a problem with it. Don't know why, but there you go. Um, so they actually got uh, Jonathan Tierston to, to do that, which is Ricky. So all the hand shots that you see is actually his hands. So he put actually, the straighteners in the purse? Well, maybe he had to do all those shots wow and there's a shot that you'll see when actually is death of judy where the door opens and you kind of see the silhouette yeah of wow of the person who's the killer and it's actually jonathan tearston which is ricky with a wig on <laughs> you go back and actually it looked look. like it looked like john it looked like him with a, rick, with yeah, a wig on so that's was, cool that's funny obviously meant to be angela um but yeah that, that was quite funny um, the body count on this movie is 13. Nice. It's a good number. Lucky. And this is crazy. So, the naked scene at the end, obviously, it is not Felicia Rose. Yeah. So, this is the really interesting bit. Now, you're not going to tell me it's Ricky again, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Basically, they paid a college student around $200 to basically come, they put him from a college nearby. He agreed to do it. He came down. Apparently, he was kind of really, really nervous because he obviously never done this sort of thing before. They made a, a crisp, thin um, face mask for him. Uh, so they took a mould from Felicia Rose's face uh, and made a mask. So that is actually a mask that you see. They, he's actually got glass eyeballs that they've found off of a... That's why it looks so fucking freaky. So it looks... Like it was a complete face mask of her, um, crisp thin, so it's really thin. So they obviously put this on him, shaved his body, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he basically had to get pissed. He was drinking beers to basically get up the courage to do it. Um, and the funniest, well, not really funny, but he's never ever come out in public to be in the person of the day. They basically he went off the grid. No one knew who it was. They didn't even get his name, I don't think. So he's never, ever come out in public to say, yeah, that was my cock. <laughs> Which, I mean, that right. was you. Would you come no, out? No, because it was tiny. 
Yeah, but you could get a bit more money. Mm, Come on, go, well, you abused the fact that I was a young... Mm. It could be. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, he's obviously 18. These guys came to my college and told me that they'd give me 200 he's bucks. Co- he's at college, he's 18, so he's got... To shave me and... Weird. Yeah. Fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's absolutely loads more facts where that came from, but that was some of the... That's great. Interesting facts. I actually watched a documentary that's on YouTube. Uh, it's about, probably about an hour long. Really interesting, you should check it out. It's really, really You loved this movie, didn't you? Oh, I, I loved, loved it, it, man. It's fucking great. It was it, a great pick. I knew it. Brilliant. I, I'm so glad it lived up to it. I, I didn't have wait. any expectations, but I just knew that it's something. I can't wait to sport my new t-shirt oh, when it comes. The bed, man. <laughs> Funny. I should have just got the one. There's one where you can actually get her, like, with the head <laughs> and the naked body, but you can't really make out that it's naked body, but I couldn't get that one. I was like, nah. It's weird. You're a dad. I could get it. Loved it. Absolutely okay. loved it. Yeah, well, that was a great pick, mate. So, it's your pick this time. Well, what have you got for me, big boy? We've had a bit of a recommendation of a, of a listener. Oh, okay. A lovely fairy fae kind of insinuated that she'd love us to do a review of a movie. So mm. I went out and bought it because um, I haven't I had it on VHS <laughs> yeah. um, when I was uh, younger so I've seen it before yeah. but I know you haven't okay so this would be quite interesting to see that this is a turnaround that I've seen it and you haven't okay um, so we're going to be watching 976 Evil which is Robert a Robert England movie interesting I don't remember if it's 80s I don't it might be 90s it might be early 90s Ooh, oh that's what are you so, doing oh I might have kicked into the um, the 90s but you know, fairy fairy. No, I'm up to, for that. I, she's given us a lot of time. She she totally knows her horror, so I am well on board with that. Yes, it's 1988. Yeah. Boom. That's well done, that. fairy fairy. So we're up of that, and I'm not gonna. Pro- I'm not I c- I haven't watched this movie since I was 18, so it's a while. It's a while. It's a while. So yeah, there we go. Nine seven six evil. So the next episode, we've got to. Uh, to look, we're looking forward to watching Annabelle Comes Home for our main review. Damn straight. We're going to talk about freaky children in horror movies for our yeah. something to scream about. That's going to be wicked. And I just pulled out the vault 976 Evil. Ooh. And now there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath Pod at Hotmail.com.